Welcome, it's Suzanne Gavrilovich here, uh, coming to you from moi. It's uh, Article 23, our podcast all about making work work. And I'm here with Rhonda Brighton-Ball. Great to be here. And after a series of introducing ourselves, it's, uh, it's good to have this opportunity to, to do a different topic, I think. It's it quite is. good fun. And, and I think like a lot of people, we've been talking about what have we learnt during COVID? And it's lots of lessons and we're all so impacted by it. Yeah. And I think for us this week was about getting above that, sort of getting into a bit of a helicopter and say, what have we learned about the way that we love working and what we love most about it? And your expression for it was honing in on our sweet spot. And I think that's such a great expression of exactly what we're talking about because we sort of said, what's been fun, what's not been fun. Yes. And it's quite ironic because I think there's some pieces where um, a lot of organisations, I heard a, a tech company yesterday we were working with said, yes, yes, it was a much more productive now that we're at home. <laughs> and I'm like, you're more productive when you actually work by yourself in your living room or your dining room or study or whatever. It's so interesting. And then you think, what is productivity and what are you actually achieving? And that's sort of where we were going down that rabbit hole, weren't we? I was going, what is that for us? It is because... Whilst you might get a lot of work done sitting on your own, yep. if it's not in exactly the right direction, then you end <laughs> up redoing it. And yep. so it's not necessarily more productive in the end. Yeah. And the way I felt it, and, and I know we, we had this great conversation about it, but it was this feeling that you're working by yourself and you're giving it your very, very best effort. Mm. And when you finish your work to hand it over to someone else to a bit of a review, peer review, whatever you want to call it, you, you sort of don't feel it's great when you're handing it over. You're sort of going, ah, it's okay. But, you know, and then we started to unwrap how we normally work versus mm. how we're working when we're completely virtual. Yes. And it was missing this piece, which I find enormous joy in, which is throwing your best ideas on the table in a collaborative way yes. and solving a problem. That's right. And getting everybody's ideas up front so that when you actually do the detail, yes. you're working on the best possible option to start with, the yes. best possible plan. Yes. And because we've been working with clients on exactly the same topic and sort of talking to them as well, there was this really great expression from a tech company, again, different mm -hmm. tech company, a small one, this one. And they said they've been looking at a problem and trying to solve it virtually, remotely. And last week they had the opportunity to actually get five people in a room to solve it. They solved something they've been looking at for two weeks in half an hour. Yep. And that's a perfect example of when you get big thinking brains together and start building off each other, you can really get to better work much more quickly than you can in your own head. Absolutely. You know, another great analogy was uh, one of our teammates talking about musicians jamming together. Yeah. And, yeah, you know, really good. they could each come up with their own line um, individually and yep. put the music together and make a wonderful tune but it was nothing like when they actually got in a room and were jamming together and people coming up with little riffs and and you know little tunes here and there and and that would stimulate someone else's idea to come up with something else and so that jamming together session was what made it magic yeah and and fun absolutely <laughs> that's right and that's that where the that's that was a conversation was it's actually unfun that's right. In your own head, doing stuff by yourself. We That's can do right. it for a while and it's nice to have quiet time, deep thinking time, reflection. All of those things are great. 
But there are moments when it is quite joyful to be hanging around with someone else. That's right. Having a laugh, uh, thinking about something else and, and doing something differently. Having a challenge to your thinking or a challenge to pattern interrupt so that you oh, that's a better path than the one I was on. And Absolutely. It's just a really fun part of being in a team. Somebody, you know, saying something off the cuff that makes you think on an entirely different track than what you were thinking before. Oh, of course. You know, you get moments <laughs> of insight that, that you would otherwise have not had. So we thought what we'd do is really quickly in this one, just give you some of our big lessons on the sweet spots and the value that we find in seriously collaborating, whether it be virtual or really this moment when you're with your team and really working. So one of them was we've come up with a bit of a collaboration process. We're going to talk through that. Mm -hmm. And the other one was laughter. Right, absolutely. And that's not important for everybody, but my God, it's important for this team. Like we actually really enjoy each other's jokes. We do. We're pretty generous. Like you don't have to be very funny to get a good laugh. <laughs> and which is a relief for me because I'm not particularly funny. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> And, and then we also talk about music. So there were the three things that we sort of met in. Yep. So let's start with the collaboration process because what we actually did was to walk away and go, what is that process? And a group of us sat together and talked it through and then we drew it up. And this is what it is. And we hope it's helpful for other people who are in the sort of work where you're solving a problem or looking at something that's very challenging, a new idea. How do you bring, bring different egos and ideas and possibilities all together? Mm -hmm. So we came up with a four-step process. Mm -hmm. The four steps we call creative ball tossing, doing the detail, fine tooth combing, and then finally finishing and celebrating. And you have to remember to do that. We often forget and sort of keep going. But <laughs> so especially when we're working fast. We are working fast sometimes. That's right. So under each of those headings, let's start with creative ball tossing. Yep. So what is creative ball tossing, Suzanne? Well, this is where people come up with all of their wacky ideas and yep. you know, draw in. Um, if from your own experiences, the things that the random thoughts that you have when it comes to solving this problem. Oh, what about this and what about that? And, and it's where inspiration comes from. Yeah, so it's creating, designing, debating, challenging. It's all those sort of things that you actually don't do by yourself. That's right. <laughs> you just can't do it by yourself. A debate in your own head. Yeah, because it would be weird. You'd be having multiple personalities. This is my best idea. No, I don't think it's very good. <laughs> Be very weird so that's right we call it creative ball, to ball tossing yep. and the objective of that is to create our best plan to get the best possible solution or the best possible work done and and so we think of it as the collective thinking stage the time when the people that we're working with on a piece of work have an opportunity to throw their best ideas in and it lines up perfectly with that tech company saying for two weeks this group of very clever people couldn't solve a problem yeah they're together for half an hour and they solve it that's so, right so creative ball tossing, great place to start. So then the person who owns the work goes, okay, got that. Thanks everyone for your ideas and challenges and debate and creativity. I'm off to do the detail. Now, what does that look like? Well, that's where you can spend some time alone. So now you're going to uh, be writing, yeah. uh, um, filling in your detail, uh, putting it down on paper so that everyone can see what, the, what, what you've come up with. Yeah, what the, what mapping the, actual, the data. Absolutely. Um, and it's at that point when you might want somebody, you know, you might get to a point where, okay, I think this is good, but I really want someone else to look at it as well. And yep. so you'll go back to getting somebody else to review with you and, yep. and talk about it. Yep. So one of those people from the first session that sort of had a really good idea that you hope you've represented really well. So you go back and say, have I captured this? Yeah. Is this what we were 
thinking? Is this what we were talking about? Yeah, and when you're right at the end of a really pointy problem, getting your confidence and getting two people collaborating is actually a really great way to keep that confidence. Absolutely. Because you're always, you're in a space often where there's no lines on the page. <laughs> and you don't want to be too wacky and go off the page. Exactly. Um, so we call that uh, the doing stage. Yep. This is where you do the work. And respectfully, if you love your, your colleagues, and we do, you want to give them back your very best shot yes. at first pass. This is the work. This is what it's going to look like. So that's the, the doing stage. Then we go across to find what we call fine tooth combing it. Yep. What does that look like? Well, we're going back and we're checking. Okay, here I've got my piece of work. Um, does this actually represent what we talked about at the plan stage? Um, are there other ideas that we've had that, is there something missing? Have we left something out? Um, you know, it, has it turned out the way we imagined? Yeah, and, I, and I, this is particularly important when we're writing. Mm. So to get, to have an opinion on something or put a voice out, you actually have to have a view and a story to tell about it, why it matters. Yep. But it's so valuable, the difference between any one of us writes something and then throws it over the fence versus write something, pass it to your colleagues to review over a period of 48 hours or so, getting their edits and ideas back to you for suggestions, then the author takes it back and fine tunes it. And the articles, if you line up all our articles and blogs and what have you, and even when we're analysing research, the ones that are the best are always the ones that have given other people time to really dig in, review, put a fine tooth comb through everything, make sure every point lines up beautifully. Mm -hmm. They are so much better than the ones that you just write by yourself in a room and then throw it away. Absolutely. Throw it away was a Freudian slip. It's actually <laughs> throw it over the fence. description, <laughs> But you know what I mean? I do. I do. Um, and it's... You know, we also talked about having inspiration when you write. Yes. And so there's that balance between writing to a plan. Yes. And suddenly having a piece of inspiration and something to say. Yes. And it's so valuable because there's, so, there's so many formulas. People will say the way that you build brand or build voices via a content plan like this, you <laughs> must do it always like this. I don't know what country accent that was. I didn't want to be from... Um, uh, what's the comedy show? Shit's Creek. I think I was doing Moira's accent on my attempt at it. But um, what what you're doing is you're actually pulling it together in the best possible way. And but it has to be inspired. It has to be something that you've got an opinion on, a voice on, data on, a, a view on. Yeah. And pulling that forward. And then the final stage, once you've done that, you've got everyone's best review. You move across to finishing it sealing it up so that you're not constantly going back yes and then celebrating that the work is done and it's done to the very best of your ability with the best input from everyone in the team and that finishing we call getting it customer ready so yeah the final edits you know spelling mistakes and yeah things that are missing the commas and whatever yeah getting all that perfect yeah perfect so that's that's our stages and so hopefully they're helpful for any of you who are working collaboratively on problem solving or big ideas that's our four so Creative ball tossing, everyone's best ideas, doing the details, someone really goes deep on it or a couple of people, fine tooth combing to make sure it's as good as you can possibly get it and then finishing and celebrating when it's in good shape. Now, the other things that we talked about a lot, and James Hancock has written a beautiful article this week on the importance of laughter, yeah. is the things that we don't talk about about collaboration. It's got nothing to do with productivity, but heaven, it's so good for your <laughs> confidence and your sense of joy yes. um, and loving your job is that combination in that in our case it's a combination of humor yes and this morning we were trying to put photos to james's article and we had a good 40 minutes 
of um, absolute roarous laughter from around the world. It wasn't even just right. the guys in Sydney's office could see each other, but it was actually all over the world and all over Australia. People laughing their heads off at the photos of clowns that we found because they were so bad and so terrifying. So terrifying. <laughs> Who thought a clown could be so scary? <laughs> so, so it was very silly and not very productive. But having said that, the photo that we've now got James's out of, I think, is really great. And we all have saying it because we're all making this joke. And the other conversation we had was about music. Yes. And we all have quite eclectic music tastes. We do. And we take turns at controlling the music and talking about music and collaborating with music. And it's interesting that that voice that Jess was talking about when we first talked about creative ball tossing yes. was about the collaboration of music. It was. And then when we come back to it, music is really important to us. It's the sound of the office, the sound of our workspace, the sound in our headphones. And stirring each other about their music. Yes. <laughs> Except for mine, which are very good. <laughs> but those things for us are really important. So what we would say, as you consider how you're going to work forward in the future and what's important and, and productivity and all those things people are talking about, just make a very small space in the conversation for the way that you collaborate to get to the best, very best work you can do. But equally, the things that give you joy, that make it human to be together, that make it fun to turn up and, and be part of something together, virtually or really. Yes. Um, and we think that those things, in our case, are humour and music uh, and probably a hell of a lot of creativity too. Yeah, absolutely. So on that note, thank you so much for having us again. That's a big more from us. If you'd like to keep in touch with anything you're doing, we're doing, um, you know where to find us, www.moi.live. Uh, or if you want to pick up our weekly newsletter, which comes out on Friday mornings, including James's article without the clown photos, about laughter, um, that is at team at mwah.live. Uh, and we look forward to hearing from you. Thank yeah. you.